astrology, feng shui, tarot, crystals. We've all heard about these practices, but what does it all mean? Each week, Mom and me will dive into these topics to present them in an easy, digestible 20 minutes. From full moons to celebrity charts to even red doors, Mom and me will share personal, shocking, and wow factor stories. Welcome back to another episode of the Mom and Me Astrology Podcast. My name is Kate Wind, and joining me is my mom, Mary Swick. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Uh, So today we are talking about Taurus season. And um, if you listened last month, we discussed Aries, and we have a new format that we're using to discuss healing modalities. So last month we had, um, Heather Roderick on as our guest talking about acupuncture and how that related to Aries. She was fascinating. Wasn't she? Yes. And yeah. so in continuing with that theme today, we're featuring the healing modalities of Taurus. Mm-hmm. So, you no, know, and Taurus very different. It is Taurus. You know, I don't healing doesn't jump up immediately when I I hear Taurus, I think of beauty. I think of stability, kind of peace of mind, right? I think a little bit of, you know, like financial stability in particular, but just even a home feeling you have a place at the table, wherever that may be. And I think of nature. Yes. Well, something that we have talked about Taurus too, is like, they love beauty. And is it that they love beauty at the beauty counter, like at your Dillard's or Macy's or Nordstrom, or do they love the nature like being like hiking and being amongst the trees and the the, the landscape? Yeah. Flowers, right. Very nature child. Yeah. So we have to remember that, you know, all of us do have some Taurus within us. So look to see where Taurus falls into your chart. Even if you don't have any planets in that sign, it still occupies one of the houses. And that's where you can see where do you play out this Taurus energy that we'll be talking about today. So let's kick off a very interesting discussion with how Taurus can help us heal. And we're going, go ahead. I want to insert something here because, you know, I, I mean, I like to get a facial. Yeah, you know, it feels great, you know, um, but you know, is it more than just a feel good experience? That's what I always kind of, I, and I, I, the first times I got paid, I thought, oh, is this is really, you know, vanity at its, at its highest. But uh, the older I get, the more I realize that I think there's a, there is a healing component. Well, you know, actually that's probably a good discussion to talk about before we bring on our guests today, because, um, you know, I entered the spot and in industry when I was 21 mm-hmm. and I started at treasure Island, um, after getting my bachelor's and getting into school for massage therapy. And, you know, there's some perks that come with being in the spa industry. Like I would get comps and I remember, I think it was like one of the first mother's day or something. And yeah, my, right. my boss at the time had said, do you want to bring in your mom for a complimentary service? And, you know, I was like, well, absolutely. Of course. You know, mm-hmm. and I remember you being a little hesitant at the time. Yeah. <laughs> and it seemed a little, it seemed a little fluff at the time. Yeah. It seemed like it was, I'll be honest. I felt it was a lot of my league to be yeah. going to a spa. 
And maybe that's that Midwestern background or yeah, that Midwestern background still hangs with you, but that was a long time ago. Now, now I love spas. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, and no, I agree. I don't want to like, we don't have to go through the whole process of mom becoming more comfortable at the spa, but it's that idea that if you're raised, sometimes you're raised with thinking like, oh, that's for really wealthy people, or that's more of a sign of vanity. And I know that's something that you've gotten more comfortable over the years, um, mm-hmm. with my time in the spa industry as well of like, okay, yep. Yeah, mom's going into for a facial pedicure and right, you know, exactly. massage today. <laughs> so, so anyways, with that said, let's introduce Megan Linney. Um, I did meet Megan through my time in the spa as well. Um, she is a licensed esthetician and she's been a member of many, many high profile spa teams. Um, she's noted as a national consultant for spas and even a designer of her own signature treatments and sheet masks and the owner and operator of the layer lounge in downtown Las Vegas. And we would love to bring Megan on to say hi and talk with her about, um, Taurus and, um, also her astrology chart today and how we can learn more about, uh, this, this Zodiac sign. Great. Welcome, Megan. Hi. Hi, Mary. Hi, Kate. How are you? Hi. We're We're all great today. We're looking forward to hearing more insight about yourself. Why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Absolutely. Well, thank you for that lovely introduction. Um, I am a 26-year seasoned veteran of the wellness industry, and I started off as a massage therapist and then became an esthetician. Um, was a trainer for spas, then became a spa director and worked in leadership, worked as an executive launching brands across the country, and of course, still work as a consultant. And two, almost two years ago now, I opened my own skincare boutique downtown in the Arts District here of Las Vegas. And um, I did that for lots of reasons, which we can get into. But when you were mentioning about inclusiveness, I think um, you hit the nail on the head about the layer lounge. So for me, I wanted to disrupt our industry. I wanted to solve some challenges that existed. And one of which was that feeling of not belonging, that feeling of being intimidated. Let's be clear. You get naked, you go in a dark room with a stranger. (laughs) I mean, that's not for everybody. (laughs) It's not for everyone. I spent $300 and three hours to do so, right? So that can be very intimidating for a lot of people. And it is something that I knew the importance of self-care. So I wanted to create an environment and a concept that democratized self-care. So we could really get to the heart of the matter, which is really helping people feel their best and and really helping them feel confident and live better lives. So um, 26 years ago, I had no idea I'd be doing this. I came from a really poor working class family and the spa was aspirational and I didn't even ever want to work at a spa, to be honest. Mm-hmm. I thought they were fluffy yep. and yeah. I, hate, yeah. I hate the word pampering. I hate, 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 hate. And I don't use that word often. Right. The word pampering, because it implies that it's not necessary that yes. you can get by without it. And truly yes. you can't get by without taking care of yourself. So for me, I could never have imagined 26 years later. I mean, how I got in the industry was wild. I was working in fashion and I was super stressed out. I was like a 22-year-old stress case. I see them a lot now, but I was one of them. (laughs) We're one. Okay. Yeah, I was definitely one. And I was at the gym because I always worked out. I was a you know dancer and a runner and all those things. And I was at my gym and they had a promotion for a massage. And I remember thinking, well, I want to 
couldn't afford it. And then two, they had some special deal. So I thought, you know what? Okay, I'm going to try this. And 20 minutes into the massage, I really literally thought this woman had hands of an angel. Like she came out of nowhere and completely transformed my entire experience. And 20 minutes in, I was like, I need to figure out how to do this. So three months later, I enrolled in massage school and the rest is, as they say, history. But that's how it all began. I don't that think that so ties story. into her chart. Oh my it, gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I yeah. have so many things to say. I don't even think I preface that unlike our Aries episode that we did, yeah. um, yeah. Megan is a Taurus. Yes. And we're talking about Taurus season. Oh yeah. Um, and Megan <laughs> is a Scorpio moon and a Gemini rising. Yeah. So we probably should preface don't that. Hold but, that against me. <laughs> yeah. yeah right, <laughs> right. Right. Oh, we will. Yeah, <laughs> we <right>. will. <laughs> good. I hope so. Yeah. Did you have anything that you want to throw in mom about her chart? I did. I'm sorry. Just let's get into it, Megan. But you know, you have a very prominent Pluto in your chart and Pluto, Kate and I have some language we use. We say, oh, this person's like a symbolic ambulance driver. They drive around, they find people that are in crises and they help them through it. Mm -hmm. They do befores and they do afters. And you have it like in multiple ways in your chart. Um, uh, Probably something, if you looked at your chart, you might not even know, but you have Hades, which is a Again, not everyone's going to recognize that term, but it's a trans-Neptunian placement and it's right on your sun, which means I go deep. I give me Mm -hmm. your hand. I will walk you through some sort of transformation. So when you said you didn't like the word pampering, pampering is like surface. It sounds like surface, Mm -hmm. making me feel good on the, you know, just on the very superficial level, but you want to go deep. So that massage, I can only imagine your right. first massage, mm-hmm. right? Someone pressing those sensitive points in the body, trigger points in the body. You probably were going, what world is this? <laughs> right? This indebtedness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, it's bad. But anyhow, this is, so here we have, uh, you know, and I love Megan, the way you said in the wellness industry, you didn't say beauty industry, mm-hmm. right? And I think no, that's- No, because I never referred to it like that. Yeah. Is that those that think that they're mm-hmm. not into, oh, that's, to this or to that, you know, yeah, welcome into finding, um, you know, a place like the layer lounge where you can kind of democratize. I like that word too. You got a lot of good words, <laughs> Megan. <laughs> then, um, that well, those, you were, know, those were the thoughts the- I wanted to throw in there about her chart. Well, I think a couple other things oh, okay. to note that Hades on the sun, you know, she mm-hmm. said that she's always pushed her body through working out yeah. dance. Yeah. Hades does push the body to extremes, especially being right on her son, um, mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. And just something that I know about Megan that she hasn't disclosed yet, but you know, that Pluto energy that you're talking about sits in mm-hmm. her fourth house of home. Yes, and Megan usually is on the go in regards to, you know, what state are you living in now? You know, she oh. travels a lot. <laughs> But it does suggest not having um, maybe roots in one place for a very, very long time. True, true. Yeah, it's it's an indicator of a lot of big things in her chart, some of which were probably unpleasant. But generally, it means coming from a something about disruptive about the home environment that you came from, which, again, I like to reframe it. Sometimes people think I get a little Pollyanna about this, but that placement generally makes people want to 
leave. They generally say there must be Mm -hmm. something else out there, you know, and so oftentimes that Pluto placement causes people to literally move from where the family is hanging out, so to speak. They need to find someplace else they're in search of. So again, that's something that you, Megan, I I think uh, Kate had mentioned you've lived a lot of different places. Am I correct? I have moved 54 <laughs> times in my 51 years. Oh, yes, really? I have lived a lot. Oh, mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And um, I lived in a van traveling all around the country for six months. Wow. So, yeah. I'm on the move. You're <laughs> on, well, there we go. That, prior, that's prior to this. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my God. That is so cool. Well, on well some point, we have a. Oh, I was going to just throw in something cute about yeah. just her moving so much is, you know, Megan's a Taurus. We're talking about Taurus season today. And mm-hmm. I think it was maybe like in one of, I don't know if it was a podcast or if it was one of our Facebook lives, you know, back in the day that we had said that Las Vegas is a Taurus. Mm, yeah. You know? mm-hmm. And I remember it being something that Megan was like, oh my gosh, is that why, you know, I finally maybe feel at home here. I felt like I really wanted to lay some roots and like creating my my business that like I, you know, essentially I know you've done, you've done so much creation, but you know, the layer lounge is truly yours. Right. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. And I chose to come to Las Vegas. Yeah. I was back home in San Francisco when I hatched this idea and I chose specifically to come to this neighborhood um, and launch and open this business, even though, you know, people would have, there was a lot of resistance about the idea just because of where the arts district was at the time. But I saw beyond that and I chose Las Vegas specifically to come back because people are like, do this in LA, do it in New York, do it in Philadelphia. Like I had connections everywhere, you know, from my previous posts and and connections, but I chose to come to Las Vegas. I just felt pulled to come back here. So I do think there's a connection there. Yeah. Could could I insert that, you know, for those who are not familiar with Las Vegas, the arts district is kind of in a revitalization area of the valley. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of old and yes, it was tired and there's a lot of entrepreneurial spirit and of course, artistic flair going on in that area. So Megan, do you see how it fits your chart? Because you're into renewal. So yeah. even where you chose Absolutely. Here's, here's the chart, just screaming at you. And again, a lot of Taurus, <laughs> let's bring beauty. You want to be part of city streets that look nicer or a neighborhood that mm-hmm. has a, you know, canopy out over the, over the display, you know, over the window, something that's inviting. So again, that's that Taurus. Mm-hmm. And I want to throw in her Saturn is in Taurus as well. And Saturn, no matter whose chart you're looking at. I always look to see Saturn to get a clue as to where someone might work, how they might serve, what area are they going to bring structure into their life? And nothing like a job, right? (laughs) To put structure in your life, but it's in Taurus as well. So anyone sitting out there looking at their chart saying, well, I have a Saturn in Taurus, right? Um, Here, you know, again, I would normally say default to the beauty business, in Taurus, but I like the fact that, you know, Megan, uh, you're taking it to a higher level and saying it's the wellness industry. Well, it's also Saturn in Taurus in the 12th house, which 12th oh. house would rule healing modalities, therapy behind the scenes stuff, which that goes back to the naked people in a dark room, very 12th house. <laughs> very 12th house. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. One other thing too, is Megan did the majority of the renovations on the layer lounge herself, you know, so she was very involved in the like hands-on transformation of the space that, that she, you know, chose. So again, just to 
Tauruses are, are their builders. They're, that's a very simple mm-hmm. word to use, but you, I swear you could apply this to any Taurus. You're building. Now, some people are getting into the physical physicality of, oh, they've built homes from scratch. They've done major renovations. Here's Megan, you know, uh, doing, you know, hands-on, you know, manual labor probably in, in putting her salon together. Mm -hmm. Um, But it is, um, uh, people can build programs as well. So I'm not saying everyone's into construction, but uh, they're builders and it's fabulous. And she's helping to build a community as well in the arts district. Right. Megan, did you have a favorite piece about your chart? Like what's your favorite part about your chart, your natal chart? I mean, I, you know, I really, I, it's a joke because right about this time I'm ramping up for team Taurus hashtagging the bejesus out of everything, because I'm a huge fan of my fellow bulls. I think we're misunderstood a great deal, but I like what y'all are saying because we haven't (laughs) gotten to any of the negative stuff yet. but I do, I mean, I think, I think my Venus placement is interesting. I think my moon in Scorpio is interesting. I, I mean, I think those two, just because I am such a lover of love and um, I think anything that relates to emotions and um, expressions of love. I mean, I'm a big fan of anything, Enneagram, birth order, Myers-Briggs, astrology, anything that's going to mm-hmm. bring people together. I am the facilitator of all conversations, finding common ground. Um, so for me, whenever I connect with the Taurus, it just seems so lovely. The Scorpio moon thing, you know, like, <laughs> I don't, we're not all sitting at the table, you know, cheersing one another. That's a different <laughs> vibe. So I guess that's a real weird one. So I guess that's the most intriguing to me, but, um, my favorite, I would have to say is probably my son sign or my, yeah, I, yeah, I think my well, sun sign and then my my moon sign is interesting. Yeah, but let's talk about this Venus because yeah. you said that you Venus. You know, it sounds mm-hmm. like the obvious thing to look for someone in the beauty business. And you know, let's dissect this down. Your Venus sits in Aries, okay, which is not the mm-hmm. most perfect placement for it, to be honest. But it represents <laughs> an, well the beginner, the pioneer. What can we do different? How can we push the boundaries of something? And there's actually a fairy tale that I think that you should relate to very well with that placement, Venus at 19 degrees Aries. And it is the story of Jack and the Beanstalk. And I don't, I hope you mm-hmm. know it roughly, but the idea that Jack goes to town with a family cow and he trades it for three magic beans. His mother is irate, needless to say, that he would come back with three beans for a whole cow. Uh, so everyone think, oh, what is she doing? Why is she doing that? Why is she doing it now? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh my gosh, she's going out in such yes. a limb. Oh, she's an idiot. Oh, she's stupid. And then we Probably know. said no mm-hmm. name calling. <laughs> <laughs> and then we know no, the story. Okay. True. In the end, in the end, right? The magic beans are magic. And, and the story ends pretty happily after that. So you have this embedded. So we don't think of Venus as being very like knock down the door type of energy right? We think of it as a softer energy, Mm -hmm. but your Venus is grounded in a kind of a background story of this idea of trading off, making choices, making decisions that other people maybe see illogical. Maybe this reflects on this great story you told us about even choosing Las Vegas or choosing the arts district. Yeah. Trading something for a hidden value, other people not being able to recognize mm -hmm. what you see in something. Yeah. Yeah. Like other people are sitting in judgment of what you're doing or what your life choices have been. 
Yeah. So anyhow, oh, it's, it's a good definitely. Venus. It's a very good yeah. Venus for you. And it really strengthens this, I, this need for you to go deep and get to the kernel, get to the bottom. I can only imagine you as an esthetician, you must have obsessed over blackheads. <laughs> like, for like, we got to get those cleaned out. <laughs> well, you know, I'll tell you what's so fascinating is that, you know, one of the things I talk to my teams about is, you know, and also because I've done all the modalities, you know, I, um, took a yoga certification and, you know, I just, I'm really all about the wellness lifestyle. But one of the things I remind people is when people come in for skincare, there are only three people who touch your face in your lifetime. And when you're a child, it's your parents typically, or your caretaker. Mm -hmm. And as an adult, it's your lover that will mm -hmm. touch and caress your face or hold your face as they're, you know, giving you a kiss and they're us the licensed esthetician. So they're all, it's such a privilege to touch someone's face. They literally are putting their head in your hands and the honor and the, and really the respect and the care that you have to go into that because it's such a unique experience to touch someone's face is something that's really reserved for caretakers, lovers, and licensed professionals. So it is with such nurturing and such respect, but also science. I mean, I'm a real science geek. I will drill down on the pH balance and all the biology and all the things because I love that. But, but it's really an honor to, and, and it's something that people don't really think about until I start telling them that story about think about who's touched your face, you know, in a positive way. Wow. Yeah, that's yes. Fascinating. That, that's a great observation. Great observation. Well, that's interesting too, because if we go back to that Venus still, you know, that, mm -hmm. that story that mom told was just one part of her Venus, but right. the second part of that is about working very methodically with like reference books, ethics, yeah. studying, and really embracing inherited wisdom. So the idea of like astrology, yoga, gua sha practices that have been maybe around for a long time. Mm -hmm. Of course, a lot of them are resurfacing, but it's possible that you were onto them way before other mm -hmm. it was mainstream. Yeah. Oh, can we and make I a think comment? That, I mean, go ahead. Oh yeah. Go ahead, go Megan. Ahead. Oh. I was just going to make, oh, no, I please. wanted to make a comment about your chart, about something that's happening right now that we haven't normally done that, but I have to say it because that Jupiter Neptune, which anyone's been listening to us, we've been going on about Jupiter Neptune, 23 degree Pisces. That's sitting at the top of your chart right now. This Megan, you need to branch out. I'm sure you are already. I'm sure there's good things. I'm sure you could tell us some good things that have been going on, but you are in a very fascinating, and I think your next um, 12 years, I mean, that's a big prediction to say that you are really going to branch out. You are really going to branch out. Uh, really very nice things for your reputation. So any, any ideas of expansion or things of that nature would be a, probably a great idea for you at this time. But I'm sorry, we I, we didn't anticipate. Good to know. Good to know. Thank you. Yeah, I do have like 12 ideas that I'm waiting to launch. <laughs> Just okay. a dozen okay. or so, but yeah. Just a dozen. Okay. I'll do one every year for the next mm -hmm. 12 years. Let's see mm -hmm. how that goes. Mm -hmm. I would love that. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's great. Is it possible to go back to the comment you were going to make, Megan? Or oh yeah, did we close out that thought? Oh gosh, I forgot when it was. It. It's okay. Go yeah, ahead. Okay, no. no worries. Oh, I was going to say one thing though about you know for the layer lounge for those of you who haven't been there, it the layer is the layers of the epidermis, right? With the skin, that's what we deal with. But it's also the layers of connectivity. So you know how you and I know each other, Kate, is a is a great story. And then yeah. how your partner and Mikey, you know, yeah. you two met, and now I've met your mom. And actually, Mary, mm -hmm. I 
referenced her husband all of the time because I have so many clients who went to LVA oh. and, the, and they start talking about music and I'm like, oh my God, Mr. Swift. And so oh we have this whole conversation, which is really crazy. And then oh, the layers so of the decor. Oh, yeah. and so it's awesome because actually two people have told me how they, that he changed their life and like oh. how he was their favorite teacher and like they still play guitar and all these wonderful oh things. Um, um, so yeah, the layers of connection, ears, right? Literally. <laughs> yes. You will have to, you will have to tell him that. Um, her name is Katie Sutton. I don't think she'll mind you telling, uh, me <laughs> telling you that because she's like was raving about him, no. but, um, also the, the decor is really about the layers that you would find in nature. So whether mm. it's wood or rawhide or plant or stone, it's the, the decor, as Kate mentioned, I did all the remodel myself, except for the plumber. Um, but I, I really wanted to make sure because I'm so comfortable in nature. And for me, that's like my favorite place to be when I'm not working. So I wanted to make sure that we included elements of nature so that anyone could walk in and feel comfortable there and, and see or feel or experience something that they connected with. And a lot of our regular clients, it was months before they finally stopped noticing something new or different that they didn't mm. see from the last time they were there. So it's all those layers of connection, layers of nature, layers of the skin. It's just like really like has a real depth of connection with different things and hoping to meet people where they need to be met through one of the ways that we express ourselves at the boutique. So, but that's what I was just going to add. Well, that's, you know, that is a powerful mission statement that you yeah. just said. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah our, our tagline is you belong here. Mm, mm, nice. When she really encompasses both of those sides of Taurus that we opened up with about, are you a beauty counter yeah, Taurus or are you a late uh, nature loving Taurus? And here she has incorporated a lot of nature into, you know, the wellness or beauty space. So it is a nice combination of both of those. We've been able to do really, I mean, really the first 18 months I was open, we did a monthly wellness event and it was really about self-discovery. So each of the seasons had their own title, but self-discovery was always a component of it. So whether it was full, you know, full moon rituals, or if it was feng shui, Kate came in and she taught several classes. Actually, we did massage classes as well. We did astrology classes. We did breathwork classes, sound healing. We did really like we ran the gamut of things that we offered the community. And it was, they were small, you know, small events, really affordable, the very low ticket items and small groups that people could come in and learn something more about themselves or other healing modalities. And we were really well received. And it was so cool to be able to offer that to the community, something that my neighborhood hadn't really been exposed to yet, even though I've been doing this for so long. It was cool to connect with people who were savvy, but and seekers that hadn't experienced some of the things yet. And I thought that was really so beautiful to bring. Wow, Absolutely. that's great. Yeah. Uh, Megan, do you want to give the address of where the Layer Lounge is, a little more specifically than just the Arts District? Yeah, we are at 1104 South Third Street at Charleston. So there's a big yellow building on the corner of third and Charleston, and we're right around the corner from that. So there's a small um, set of built, uh, businesses on our corner. There's D Thai, which is a great Thai food restaurant. There's a yellow photo booth, which is my next door neighbor, the layer lounge, of course, us, and then local Oasis, which is on the corner. So it's a little, you know, a little corner of goodness on third and Charleston. Yeah. A little paradise there. Fabulous. Mm -hmm. You know, yeah. mom, I don't think we talked about her actual son, which sits in Taurus. 
Right. And, you know, this would be applicable for anyone listening that also shared that same um, May 9th birthday. Yes. Um, So uh, if you have a May 9th birthday, your son would sit at 18 degrees of Taurus. And, you know, we've heard Megan kind of say some of these things already, but this is really about being open to new possibilities and having very um, business, a very business-like mind and organizational skills. So we even like to think like the container store, when we think about this energy, just being able to compartmentalize and, you know, make something look beautiful or being able to put all the components together to make something much bigger. Yeah. And you know what I think of that degree is also people that want to be aligned with kind of the birth of a movement. Um, there's an image that I always think about. I think of an island kind of popping up in the ocean, you know, Mm -hmm. so it wasn't there last week or last month or last year. And now there's a little bit of land popping up and it represents people that come bring things to the surface, take it out of the subconscious, unconscious, whatever, and bring it into reality, a piece of earth. And so oftentimes it is associated with someone who's thinking a little bit different, maybe a little bit ahead of time or someone who is moving a great distance to be a part of something that other people, again, generally can't fully grasp. Anyhow, it's, it, it does obviously represent someone who feels more comfortable with a concept of separation. You know, that they're willing to leave because they see something that they, that they can, you know, accomplish. Right. Right. So that could be, that could be challenging, could be challenging for some people, but, um, Well, I think with that too, like there is an underlying theme about this, you know, um, understanding of endings or letting goes or saying goodbyes. And that really does come hand in hand with it because, you know, when you're, you know, birthing a new movement, there's a lot of times you do have to say goodbye to things. Mm -hmm. Um, but I, I think there's more of an awareness of death or endings, um, or failures, just understanding that circle of life theme comes up quite often with this degree. Yeah, I, I would agree there as well. You know, and I want to slip in here that, you know, uh, Megan was born under the gibbous moon and that gibbous moon there, if you, again, it's not something you can easily tell about someone, but they're always perfecting. Yeah. Always perfecting. So you see someone and you, you enjoy a service, maybe go back six months later, three months later. Oh, and they're introducing something new. They've made an enhancement, an improvement. Now, maybe it's super obvious. Maybe it's in their language. It's in their own comprehension, but they're always, I mean, uh, and Megan, for this, I, I appreciate this uh, uh, phase of the moon, meaning that it can be trying because you're always improving. You're not willing to stay with the status quo. So it's a lot of work is what I'm trying to say. (laughs) Always, always perfecting what you already know. Um, But I blame it on that moon. Yeah. You blame it on that moon because, but from a consumer point of view, it's the best type of people to hang out with. Right. Right. So we talked about a lot of things that we've talked about. If you have that same similar a sun sign. We've talked about what Hades conjuncting the moon would look like. We've talked about what Pluto in the fourth house would look like. Um, you know, one thing we didn't even mention too, is her mid heaven sits in Pisces, which reinforces oh, yeah. that Saturn in the 12th house yes. of healing spa. modalities, spa. Um, Megan, do you have any, not to put you on the spot, but are there any questions about your chart or anything about your chart that you've never completely understood or anything that you'd like clarification on? <laughs> 
Um, no, but I just think, I mean, my, I think my charge is my whole existence makes me laugh sometimes. I mean, truly, I know that sounds absurd, but it, it just does. You know, I was born on Mother's Day to a young teenager who wasn't prepared to be, you know, a mother and oh. like my, my birthday. Oh, and it's, it's, it, you know, and it was a, it's, it's sort of tragic, but beautiful that it happened. But mm-hmm. I was also nine pounds and 10 ounces. So I was the first child to a young teen, nine pounds, you know, 10 ounces on Mother's Day. And every, oh. you know, my mother sadly passed when I was 11 and died mm. just a couple of days after my birthday. And that year was mm. Mother's Day. And so for years and years, Mother's Day is really close to my birthday, like probably every right. four or five yeah. years, my it lands on Mother's Day. So it's so ironic and sort of sad and weird, but the bottom line is I've come and done my personal work around that, my healing. And so I have done nothing short of like glorifying Mother's Day for like the last, I don't know, 10, 15 years, right, yes. making sure that like Mother's Day is this most, even whether it falls on my birthday or not, is mm-hmm. like really celebrated and making sure that like moms have opportunities to feel special and taken care of. And like, it's just so funny to me because I think about how this all began, you know, almost 51 years ago in the stars. And I think it was definitely feels like there were some tricksters, you know, some, some jokers up there in the oh galactic God. space when I was created for sure. There was like some, I mean, in a good way, like in a good way that I can appreciate now, but didn't always make sense before. So my what? chart, I don't know. I mean, hardworking, you know, and creative, I think I've really aligned myself with the things that my chart speaks of me now that I may not have appreciated or understood in my earlier days, but now where I sit, it, it kind of all makes sense. But that's, yeah, we talk about that a lot when we do like our mom and me astrology readings is that some of those energies that are harder in the chart, you know, you really see that pronounced when the person's young because they don't have control over how the chart plays out. So more so the -hmm. chart is being done to them. Whereas when you get older, Mm -hmm. you can more so manipulate the energies or you use it towards your advantage. And I think we mentioned that when we talked about Hades on your son, you know, that, that is a difficult placement. Um, but you know, then, then you've built into it of like walking other people through transformation, or you've pushed your body mm-hmm. to extremes. So you've used it in a way that serves you. Whereas when we're younger, yeah, that can absolutely be trying. Oh yeah. It was a nightmare. Yeah. yeah. It was a nightmare, but I look back at it now and I'm like, wow, this is like I literally, it's like a book that you've read and you're like, you know, halfway through it and you're thinking, Oh, I see why those things had to happen for this character to develop into who they are. And so I sometimes look at my chart and look at my reflect on my life and think like, oh yeah, I mean, I trust the process and it all makes sense. I certainly did it when I was 20 or even 30, but now I'm like, ah, okay, we're good. (laughs) Absolutely. Well, it's it's all going to work out. It's a great transformative story. You were introduced to um, a death early in your life. And this has been, and you, you, you went through it and it changed you. You could see on some level unconsciously how it changed you. And, um, you know, you grow into it and then you become the agent for other people in, in a more softer way to take them through transition. I believe that. Yeah. Yep. I believe that. I believe that was kind of my purpose. So my chart definitely, uh, I feel like when I look at it and I'm like, oh yeah, okay, I get it. Here's yeah. the blueprint. <laughs> Mm-hmm. how this is going to happen. I just mm-hmm. didn't understand mm-hmm. it then, but now I get it now for mm-hmm. sure. And it's beautiful that you've done it with a focus on wellness and beauty. That's what's a, mm-hmm. the amazing side of it. You know, you have some 
aspects of your chart that suggest that you could have been a doctor, even, you know, that you could have certainly, you certainly had the brains to, uh, the drive to, to get to know the physical body on a deeper level yet. But here it is, you've brought it, you, you came back to your roots as a Taurus and yes. came back to this idea. That's of so weird. Yeah. Mary, that's what I've always said is if I had come oh. from a different family or was like encouraged yeah. to be, I agree. you know, I mean, if I had confidence, I would have yeah. definitely gone to med school because I love everything about the body and I'm fascinated yeah. and continue even this far into it to mm -hmm. like read, research and learn. I definitely would have loved to have been a physician yeah. for sure. Yeah. Well, that's, that's amazing. you know, if I was going to guess, you know, knowing nothing that I would have, that would have been one of my top three guesses that you're in the, you know, medical that's field. Wild. Yeah, Hades, Hades on your son by one degree. That is someone, I always say that they go to medical school in life, whether they actually go to medical school, that's questionable, but they either through family members, having someone who has a disease in the family where they get really, they learn the physical body by watching what their family members are going through, or they take study, and, you know, and you did massage therapy, you certainly had to mm -hmm. learn the body, but you know, you continually on a learning curve about the body. So, okay, well, maybe next. That's so lifetime. cool. Thank you for validating that. Thank <laughs> you. Next life, next lifetime. Yeah, yes. I got a couple more. <laughs> um, Megan, is there anything that you'd like to plug for the layer lounge, anything that you have coming up or, um, the best way to contact you, or if they can follow you on Instagram. Yeah, all of the above. So, um, we, you can find us on, um, our website is the layer pretty straightforward. Same as our IG. That's where we live mostly on social and that's at the layer lounge. And then because I opened the layer lounge on May 30th and Kate, you know, this, cause we talked about it during the time I was, it was like a woman going into labor. I really, really, really wanted to open earlier in May so that the yeah. layer lounge could be a tourist too. Oh but yeah. COVID, COVID being what it was, I wasn't able to open until salons were able to reopen. So I didn't open until May 30th, 2020. So sweet. The layer lounge is a sweet Gemini. However, um, we are doing a promotion for our anniversary month. So in the month of May, when anyone purchases a gift certificate of $100 or more, they receive an extra $25 credit on the gift, co the gift card that they want to give or for themselves to use on a treatment. So it's a 25% kickback and to anybody who's purchasing gift certificates in the month of May, from May 1st to May 31st. And we'll, it'll be on our social media channels as well. So that would be a great Mother's Day gift as well, oh, yeah. right? Absolutely. We're in May. Yeah. That's right. and, you know, That's yeah. Right. So any of those first, particularly if you have a first time mom, first mom, first time going to the spa, be a great place. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And, and for oh, that's beautiful. Well, but, you know. Yeah. Perfect. Well, Megan, thank you so much for joining us today on our podcast. We really enjoyed um, speaking with you. I hope that you learned some stuff about your chart. I hope um, the listeners now have a better way to relate to Taurus and maybe we're even able to look at their chart and see some of those similarities um, and learn more about their chart. So with thank that, you for having me. I'm a huge fan of you too. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you. Well, we loved having you, Megan. Take care. Absolutely. We'll talk thank to you guys next you. week. Okay. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us on another episode of the mom and me astrology podcast to keep in touch, follow us on social media at the underscore Kate wind. And to see a list of our services and our store, you can visit our websites at the Kate or Mary We'll talk to you next week.